Thank you for joining us for another episode of Real Japan. Yay! I am uh, Josh, your host. My co-host is... Uh, this is Jason. And we're joined tonight by... It's a me, Stacy. Because apparently this turned Italian. <laughs> <laughs> this week we are reviewing a classic movie. Uh, one Speed Racer made all the way back in 2008. Yes, very classic. <laughs> <laughs> so old. Uh, but it feels like it's from the 60s. Well, the original series, I believe, was from the 60s. Yeah, I, I believe so. Uh, I think it's a classic one so that a lot of people, uh, at least you know, back in my day, uh, back into the 90s, uh, is one of those ones that people would kind of pick up and uh, kind of watch uh, along with like Star Blazers. I was going to say Vangeline, but it's not Vangeline. Uh, Voltron. Yes, Voltron. Uh, Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> it has lions in it. Yes, it sure does. Original Voltron, not Netflix. Yeah, kids, it existed before. <laughs> Man, there's some bitter old people joining me today. Uh, so a little about this movie. It was uh, in like production hell uh, for 16 years. Yeah. Uh, before it was made, it had a whole slew of producers and actors. Uh, Johnny Depp was uh, slated to play the uh, uh, main character, and then Vince Vaughn had like producer credits for like three years, and was going to be uh, Racer X, one of the other characters. Um, and so it would have been a very different movie yes. <laughs> if any of these other ones had uh, been done. Uh, but what, what we got was uh, the Wachowski brothers. Now Wachowski sisters. Taking the uh, lead in 2008, fresh off their uh, success, or not success, I don't remember when the when the Matrix movies all came out. I think all of them were out by that point. So. Yeah. Oh, so low point, so they needed <laughs> yes. to make some money. Yes. Um, and they wanted to reach a broader uh, audience. So they were they didn't want to do another R-rated film. So that's why they decided to helm this project uh, and make uh, a more kid-friendly uh, movie. Even though I would say, I don't know, Matrix 1 was kid-friendly enough. <laughs> nah. <laughs> maybe a little the, less kid-friendly. The kid first friendly. movie, maybe, but uh, once you got into the sex orgy, that was... Uh... <laughs> I don't remember that part. Uh, but I was just going to say, my, uh, one of the first uh, animes I ever watched uh, was uh, Fist of the North Star, the yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the one where he goes around punching people, uh, saying they're already dead and their heads explode. Right. And... It's either that or Akira. I watched them like both in the same year, um, and that was my introduction to anime. And yeah, I was, I don't know, like 10, 12. Yeah, that's, a good, uh, that's a good it's starting fine. point. It's fine. They were shonen aimed series in back Japan. When, back when shonen meant yeah, shonen. Back not, when shonen was badass, and before it became all friendship and magic, it was like people punching others and their heads exploding. Yeah, and, and more darkly inclined. Oh, well, uh, violence is fine as long as you don't say any naughty words. Yeah, and you can't show any tits or anything. Yeah, yeah. well. So, yeah, back to Speed Racer <laughs> so didn't sp- have any tits on So, yeah, so Speed Racer's <laughs> at all not like what we were describing. Now, when I watched the few bits of Speed Racer that I watched was back in the 90s. Uh, so, I'm not really the expert on this at all. I'm not sure if I ever saw any Speed Racer outside of, like, just knowing the memes, I guess, from the way it was dubbed back in the day. Like, oh, no, haha, I'm going here, ha-ha, ha-ha, whoa. Is that how that went? I don't well, remember that Yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the dub versions were that way. Okay. Yeah, because they... 
I don't know if they bothered to read the Japanese and translate it, or if they were just, like, trying to film... They probably did the full Voltron and just uh, rewrote everything. That was the time then. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, we just got the animation. We'll just try and match their lip movements. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll just make a plot as we go along. They kind of got stuff, uh, like, the every episode saying that, oh... Spoilers, Racer X's uh, Speed's uh, brother. What? What? Probably because anybody listening to this who hasn't watched any of this doesn't know who those people are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really matter. Jason, so you watched some Speed Racer back yep. in the day? Yeah, I watched uh, some, a few episodes here or there, kind of the same. So this is going to be one of the few times that uh, Jason is the animation expert. Yeah. On the topic. Is that how that works? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're the expert, and we'll come to you with all speed racer questions. Okay, I'll be about whether about what's canon or not. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't think it's going to really come up because uh, I think they stayed actually pretty true to the original, from what I remember. At least the general overall. The, yeah, the general. Yeah. Well, okay. So the general overall <laughs> is that there is a family that makes cars and they race them. The family name is Racer, so you got Pops Racer and... Mom, Mom Racer. Is it his Mom Racer? That's what it said on the, the credits I was just looking at. Uh, this is at least for the uh, live action movie. Um, and you guys can't see it, but I put quotes around that live action. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. It's all live action, but the, it's very interesting the way they decided to translate to the screen. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Speed Racer, the son, the titler character. Yep. Yeah. Did they say the brother's name? I I don't remember. I don't remember. It's just brother racer. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Based on based on that, it's probably just brother. Yeah. But then Uh, you big brother racer because there's also the other kid. Yeah, (laughs) there's little brother racer who actually has a name. There's Chim Chim, which is the monkey, and then which I guess still counts as a brother with the way they all operate. Yeah, they didn't didn't have to explain it. I like that they didn't explain it. Like other characters that came to the family are like, why is there a chimp here? But we'll just continue on. <laughs> but at least they like they're like this is weird, and they decided to go yeah, on. There's right. also like that mechanic guy who didn't seem to be yeah. a son, but he no, was it, always around. So it's like, was he living with them too? Yes. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because because the, because the sons only race. They don't. They're not mechanics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can't just have old man pops racer <laughs> fixing every possible car out yeah. there. There was one scene that got me laughing. It was like. The mother, like, came out of the kitchen, and then that other guy came out, too. Like, I first I thought, like, what, what were they doing in the kitchen together? Is that why he lives here, so he can give Mom Racer the business? <laughs> I don't know where Stacey got that idea. That's not how that scene was at all. Yeah, after that, everyone else came out of the kitchen, too. But first, it was just those two. And it's like, hmm, what were they doing in there? They were eavesdropping. I was... Yes. There's not going Yeah, there, there's... Is it Sprittle? Is that the younger? Yeah, Sprittle is the younger uh, brother. Okay, what was the older brother? Racer they just uh, name him as Racer X. Maybe his name is X Racer. <laughs> and then when this Racer X showed up, they somehow didn't make the connection. They don't make a connection on a lot. Yeah, that's just how it kind of goes. <laughs> so uh, for actor-wise, uh, um, you know, a standard for Hollywood blockbusters to try and get some names. They got uh, John Goodman to play Pops. Yeah, mm-hmm. Christina Ricci is uh, Trixie. Susan Sarandon is Mom Racer. Um, and then the guy from Lost. Yeah, Matthew Fox was uh, Racer X. Mm. At least after he got his face changed. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> um, so they got, you know, standard big names in. They got the big name producers. As we've been saying with a lot of this stuff, 
it's still you know a 60s anime, and I think the directors really kept it that way. Yeah, um, it was really 60s meets the future. Yeah, because you have these things where you're watching these races, but people are like, oh, let me pull out my binoculars to watch. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. like... <laughs> Apparently they don't have big screens or, like, body cams or car cams and stuff in the 60s future. You have to, if you want to see the race, you've got to pull out your big honking binoculars and look. Well, and there was one scene where it was, uh, somebody was up in a like a suite it looked like they were watching it on tv and she still pulled out binoculars <laughs> well because it's like the operatic binoculars oh, okay. yeah yeah because you're going to the big thing because what defines this world apparently is yes. those uh, racing things as we talked about this before in previous episodes as directors you have to kind of make the decision of you're taking it from one medium you know, animation to live action and how do you do that you can either ignore it and just Go, go again, off they, on your own. Yeah, it's just like live action. Role. Yeah. You can do parts of it in CGI. We see that in like the Death Notes uh, on Netflix original <laughs> where everything's just perfectly normal and then you just have the one bit of uh, CGI. Right. You could go a little bit more like we saw in Full Metal where they had more effects <laughs> that were put in. Um, or in Tokyo Ghoul, where they had more effects but badly done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or you could just go full green screen. Yes, and that's what they decided to do. Full green screen. Apparently, the only place that has that many miles of green screen to use is Germany. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so with the green screen, uh, what they decided to do was to shoot everything. Everything possible is shot on a green screen. Mm-hmm. And the color palette is bright. Yes. Like, everything is... In primary color, primary and secondary colors. They don't really go into shades in a lot of places. No, not at all. And everything is in focus. There is no background. Uh, everything is layered and then brought into focus. So, it's it's jarring to the eye. <laughs> Until you get used to it, which is eh, a little bit into the movie, but... Yeah, as a half of the movie, uh, I think I got used to it. It'd be interesting to... Because I saw the movie when it came out, mm-hmm. back in 2008, and then we watched it here... And I have the same thing. I'm like, oh, this is really jarring. But then it's like, oh, you know, I wonder if I would watch like later scenes first mm-hmm. if it, I would have found them if jarring, or if I just got used to it again. Right. I don't think is it's as bad as what we saw with the Peter Jackson Hobbit movies. Okay. Because that one, I don't know, that was all like polished. Oh. Yeah, in the Hobbit and stuff like that, like yeah. everything was that was super high def and, and stuff like that. Right, and they kind of put filters and a few other things on it to blend stuff in. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was more eye jarring. That bothered me for longer watching those films. There were also longer films, but that, that I think that visually bothered me more than what Wachowski brothers now sisters uh, did with this film here. It's still really jarring, but I can see what they were trying to be like. Okay, let's keep it as close to animated as we can while having all live action. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely uh, hard to look at sometimes because it's just like the bright colors and wah, so many like the action scenes, like super fast moving car scenes and all that. Just uh, sometimes it was dizzying. Well, also in 2008, it looks like it came out in 3D. 
Oh, damn. Oh, I, I wouldn't pay for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, that would have been around the time when 3D was kind of starting to become more mm. more prevalent. So, it would have been an earlier yeah. stage of it, too. So, that may yeah, have that makes even... sense why they had, like, the cars, like, flying up towards the screen and all that. Because they want to capitalize on that 3D yeah. premium price. Mm. Well, if anything else, I... I'll give props to uh, the directors and making this decision and going with it. Um, I think it actually holds up pretty well. You, you it's, watch the, I mean, it's, it's better than some uh, animations that like, are like cheaply thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like early seasons of uh, South Park. <laughs> Try to go back and watch those things. And that's the thing with this film um, is that I think it stands up. It stands up better. And this is what I was reading too. Like on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a really low score. But as the years have gone on, people are, have actually come out and said it was underrated mm-hmm. uh, for its time. And considering it's ten years, and you have all this technological difference uh, between, you know, that has happened in the last decade. You were just talking about the three D and stuff like that. This still looks similar weird. to what movies that come out now would look like. Yeah, versus yeah. like if you were to some of the movies that we watched from the 80s and 90s where <laughs> you can clearly tell it was from the 80s and 90s. Yeah, and I think that's the one of the other benefits of uh you know Speed Racers from the uh, 60s. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the 60s and just somewhat liven it up uh, and modernize it. Yeah. But it's still giving me in the 60s and so 10 years later it doesn't feel dated. Right. Because you're still watching a People pretending to be in the 60s. Yes. Gee willikers. <laughs> yeah. Cool beans. <laughs> um, they had very uh, a big like 60s Batman uh, moments. Yes. Too. Uh, the one-liners. People did complain about the delivery and all that. But it's like, you know, going off the source material, going off of trying to be in you know, the 60s. What it was. What it was. I mean, I don't know if that's how they were directed. Mm-hmm. Like, think yeah. that you're in a Batman <laughs> episode with Adam West... R.I.P. And deliver the line like that. Right. Because if that was the direction, they hit it spot on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, To the point where you were expecting Bam Biff Oof to appear on screen. I was disappointed. (laughs) In the fight scene that was really set up that way, that there was not Bam Biff uh, uh, put up there. Yeah, it was. uh, I did find it very cheesy a lot of times, but I guess that. Is probably what they were going for, and at least the actors seem sincere in their cheesiness. Like they weren't being like, "Uh, this is <laughs> this is dumb." What I'm saying is dumb. They're like, "No, they were they were committed. They were committed to the cheese." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have to say, I like generally laughed uh, a few times, and not because it was of the cheese or anything like that. It was not. It wasn't not like so bad. It. I wasn't laughing at it. Mm-hmm. I was kind of laughing with it. Mm-hmm. So I would uh, say that uh, again. You know. It, Given that it's already ten years old, yeah, that's that's a pretty good uh, feed on that end. Yep. Some of their attempts of humor didn't work for me. Like pretty much every scene with the kid and the monkey was like, Ugh, I know this is aiming to get the kids laughing, but I'm just the uh, it's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and that's roughly how those scenes went in the yeah, original series I know. too. It's not a fault of the movie; it's just a fault of <laughs> uh, children. Yeah, yeah, it's just a fault of yeah. children. Yes. being awful. <laughs> just well, yeah, well, awful. Think of any current movie that has uh, uh, any sequel. Give any sequel. What what is the Hollywood fix to a sequel? Put a kid in it. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, it just takes it out. Uh, Pacific Rim too. Put a kid in it. I'm like, those. Are, that's the worst part of that movie. <laughs> you can have a younger pilot that needs mentoring and all that sort of stuff, but why was it a kid? Right. It didn't need to be a kid. Get children out of my movies. 
Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, sometimes they're needed, but... Uh. Hashtag no children, is that what yeah. you're saying? <laughs> Hashtag dinks for life. <laughs> <laughs> kids aren't going to get that right. This doesn't matter. <laughs> this isn't for the kids. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> no, maybe in uh, uh, season two of Real Japan, we should oh, get God. some kids and put them in. <laughs> Another actor that we actually haven't talked about is uh, Rain. Uh, who's a uh, Korean actor, also singer, uh, one of those general superstars. This was his, you know, American uh, debut. debut. Yeah. yeah. And the interesting part with him is that he's in uh, one of the action scenes. He's in a ninja fight scene. Because, I, I, I don't know, I have to look more into original Speed Racer, but there's like this like pan-Asia rather than just a country yeah, like they, they took a lot of like yeah. actual countries and kind of combined them together. Blended so when they're yeah, so when they're doing the rally and they're going through different areas, they're like, oh well, they're starting in Turkey mm-hmm. uh, in Istanbul. I, I can look yeah, at the buildings and I can that. tell that. But then they're like racing to the the Sahara and stuff like that, and kind of like a general scene. And then with the Pan Asia, you can kind of tell that in the family. Yeah, well, it seemed they were supposed to be Korean because when it showed like at their company's headquarters, it had Korean writing on the wall. But they had that actor was Korean. The actress playing his sister was Chinese, and the actor playing their father was Japanese. So I know they think to Americans, all Asians look the same, but they really don't. So it was kind of jarring. <laughs> <laughs> to see that's like these are all three different countries especially the sister she looked really different from the other two and for some reason she was always wearing cocktail dresses no matter where she went <laughs> if it's the 60s you have to dress up constantly yeah right. i yeah. guess plus this is high <laughs> high class society yeah yeah they're owners of one of the giant firms that uh finances these races <laughs> But, yeah, I did find it jarring that they all had different looks, all had different accents, and they're all supposed to be the same family. It's interesting with the ninja scene, which we'll get to later, but uh, it actually in- inspired Rain, and that's his, his stage name, to make a ninja movie <laughs> uh, called uh, Ninja Assassin. came out the next year. I remember it as being good, but I don't remember if he assassinates ninjas or <laughs> if he's a ninja who does, does assassinations. I think it's like Sander, like, oh, like my teacher was killed by somebody. He has to, you know, get revenge. Uh-huh. After watching Speed Racer, I try to watch it, but uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. All right. So uh, either way, it, it's interesting that they're like, oh, yeah, ninja fight scene. Let's make a ninja movie. Right. And they, and they put it out like a year later. <laughs> Where this one took 16. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess with a normal ninja movie, you don't need uh, all of the extra green screen and all the extra production that went into this. Exactly, exactly. They just need people in, you know, ninja outfits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's Asia, you're they're just doing all the stunts. You're not doing any of that with right. others. By mm. other means, they're just actually doing it. Right. <laughs> Maybe with some wires. <laughs> well, speaking of wires, what this uh, film really tries to show is the the races. Yeah. Because if you guys haven't got from the name Speed Racer. Mm-hmm. It's about racing. It's about racing. And um, like. Racing is about corporations, apparently. <laughs> we'll get to that. That's part of the plot. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, again, futuristic. So think of Mario Kart. Yep. Yeah, a lot of the <laughs> tracks, especially in the beginning, all look like Mario Kart tracks, where you've got, especially from, uh, even though, let's see, this was in 2008, and I think uh, Mario Kart 8 came out in 2011, so maybe that inspired, or Speed Racer inspired Mario Kart 8 with some of their tracks, <laughs> but uh, they go vertical, doing loops and 
all other things. You got spikes. You have all wheel, like free access, like because they can just like spin their cars around and keep driving. Yeah, like towards the goal. Uh, front and rear tires can steer, can move. Yeah. So you, they're spinning. Uh, on purpose. And they use that a lot to battle some sort of refined martial art. I would call it carshal arts. Yes. <laughs> That's how a lot of the lines were delivered in the movie. Gee <laughs> 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 Willikers, they're doing carshal arts. Um, and so the cars are actually like real cars, at least the Mach uh, 5, what Speed Racer drives, because right. uh, they made it and they brought it to uh, Comic-Con. Oh. And, and it's a real car and can drive. And what they did is they put it up on wires. Mm. Like, so a, like marionette. a marionette. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like a marionette or martial arts movies. <laughs> you just put them up on right. wires and yeah, then so they instead fight. of the actor, or instead of uh, a live actor, it's the car that's the actor. Yeah. <laughs> the cars had some of the best acting that I saw in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, and once again, everything was shot on the green screen. So the, the cars are flipping and all that, generally going forward. They have like little pistons on the bottom like on the jump to jump yeah um yeah. and then as you get later in and you get more through the murkier underworld of uh, racing in this world they have some extra gadgets and that's what speed racer is also known for because uh, in the 60s you know a lot of these like uh, james bond and uh, and other those kind of movies you always had a car and it always had special contraptions and things like that like oil slicks oil or, slicks or like self-repairing tires uh bulletproof shields because somebody's gonna have a gun like the underarm grabbing uh thing yeah. um, oh, yeah. some of the vikings because this is also kind of doing the 1960s hanna-barbera uh, wacky racers yes <laughs> yes um and so you have like different teams that are racist stereotypes or like here's the <laughs> Viking uh, team and they use like giant flails and to pay them off all you need is a bunch of furs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but once again <laughs> it's like like G Gundam level of uh, <laughs> of stereotyping of various cultures uh, but I, I mean I think that's one of the charms of Speed Racer the, the original Speed yeah. Racers in the 60s and stuff like that is that you would do stuff like that and it's kind of funny right you know because like he starts off as like oh I'm gonna buy off these like Americans with like money and I'm gonna buy off these uh, girl thieves with like diamonds and it's like, oh, and here's some Vikings. Here's furs. <laughs> because why not? Why not? And that's the funny campy that's going back to the 60s. Not just like, oh, is this badly done funny? Right. Uh, and so I really did enjoy that part. You know, the, like the different racers and stuff like that. So We, we didn't really get a, a good Dick Dastardly uh during that last race, though. No, because I think he uh, is the one in charge of the big corporation. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. On the very last race, it was kind of like speed against all of the other racers who were bought out by the corporations, who are the real enemy. Well, and that's getting to what the plot of this is. We've you know, talked about... Some of the, the technical the, stuff. Yeah. The technical and all that. So the plot is... And the movie got a lot of, a lot of complaints about the plot, but again, realized... Yeah. This is a Speed Racer film, <laughs> uh, so it's not going to be the biggest one. And I think I know where they went wrong. But the general plot is, they have a loving family and they like to race. But there's a dirty underbelly of the racing world. And for some reason, Speed Racer's big brother like disappears and he dies in a race. And his name is smeared through the mud and there's accusations of cheating and all of that. Well, okay, so I'm going to have to give the spoiler alert, but we already said spoiler yeah. alert like four times. So if you're yeah. this far into the podcast, spoiler <laughs> alert. What it is is that uh, every Grand Prix, the big races, are all fixed. And it's just used by the corporations to 
further their their stocks, stocks. right you know yeah. so um like the plot in this one here is well you hear about all that sort of stuff but uh what happens is that speed racers approach he's his up-and-coming star what's the name of the uh corporation willy so, wonka yeah the willy wonka guy <laughs> approaches him yeah so there's this weird willy wonka guy that approaches speed racer and is like i will give you whatever you want come join me he's like i know you're against corporations but you know i built this uh business from like my garage i built it from below ground up to here and i treat everything like this like my family come check out my evil lair scratch out what? check out my uh, corporate uh, headquarters <laughs> and there's like that's actually probably the worst part of the film for me is the willy wonka tour of the factory <laughs> right because yeah because you even see oompa loompas sort of <laughs> like on segways yeah because it's the yeah. future <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, that was probably the most eye-jarring part, because there was just, like, so much shit moving around, and a lot of it was, like, just unnecessary. It's like, we're just going down this hallway, and there's all these people on Segway, just zoom, 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 and all well, on the right It's goes fast. It's yeah. in Germany. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. That's how you make money. Yeah. You run around on that Segway, and you make money. Bam. There's yeah. another There's another Euro made right there. And <laughs> the, the single worst moment of the movie is in this single worst scene of the movie, which shows uh, how the drivers are trained. And there's a guy doing, uh, what's that, uh, gymnastic Oh, uh, the Iron Cross? The Iron Cross, which is just two rings hanging uh, down from a support, and you're holding onto it, and you go down, and you stretch out your arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the guy takes one arm off and touches his nose, and I'm like, wow, this is terrible. I will F this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Just on that one scene by itself, I can accept cars battling it out, taking no damage, (laughs) a monkey running around with no diaper on, because monkeys do shit all over the place. This is why you, when you see monkeys, really, they tend to have diapers on, unless they're right. in the wilderness. John Goodman throwing ninjas around, all that. Perfectly fine. I am perfectly fine with all that. But not a guy doing an iron cross and then touching his nose. That's not how any of this shit works. <laughs> it's a gag, Josh. Get over it. No, it's breaking the realms of believability. I am fine with Godzilla. I am fine <laughs> with five robots coming together to create a larger robot. <laughs> I'm not fine with a guy doing an iron cross and touching his nose with one hand uh, to put an extra piece on that he didn't drop down or anything like normal gravity would dictate that's my problem with it (laughs) that that's josh's issue is that gravity uh apparently did not affect this person yeah (laughs) (laughs) that that now i'm the i'm I'm fired back up (laughs) i'm I'm gonna change what i was gonna give this movie Hold on to your ring to the end. Yes. Anyway, so this Willy Wonka tour, yeah, uh, eye jarring, but it, it, it just showcases, you know, it, it moves it from like, hey, we're racing, we're a family that comes together, and Speed Race is really good, mm-hmm. you know, to what is the actual plot? And the actual plot is that the Pan Asia Coalition's uh, corporation business. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much that. They were going to get bought out by the Willy Wonka character. Royalton Industries. Yes. Suitably uh, English. Yes. Because, you know, Englanders are the villains of The true villains of all (laughs) media. Exactly. (laughs) Unless you're James Bond. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they created a lot of their own villains. It's like a lot of other people do. Yeah. So they're going to get bought out. So what they want to do is they want to win a race that will then cause their stocks to rise up, Mm -hmm. forcing Royalton uh, Industries to have to pay more for the stock. Not to stop the stock, uh, the purchase, but just to pay more for it. Right. Uh, we're, we're skipping ahead a little bit. Let's uh, back up some. Because So first, 
the speed gets the uh, the tour of Willy Wonka's factory. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, and yep. then he gets uh, presented uh, with a contract to sign with him to to race for him because you'll make a lot of money and you'll win the race. Then so speed being a uh, pure person at this time. Does, I don't think he like stops being pure. No, he doesn't. But he's <laughs> like yeah, pure he octane had, all the time. Right. He never puts it in Trixie. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So he says, this is too much for me. Let me think about it. Um, he goes back with his family. They kind of talk it over a little bit. Pop says, do what you feel. And so Speed goes back to Arnold Royalton, uh, the CEO, and starts to politely turn him down. And then Willy Wonka turns into Emperor Palpatine and says, what the hell are you talking about? I'll give you another chance to say yes. Come to the dark side. <laughs> yes. And then that's where he explains how the uh, corporations rule everything and every Grand Prix is fixed and all is determined by the owners of all the mega corporations ahead of time to determine business stuff. Right. Uh, normally uh, influencing stock and preventing buyouts. And that's where the plot of the movie comes in is the Asian family's business is going to be bought out by Royalton, so they want to have assistance in winning this rally race to drive up the cost of their stock, so at least when they get bought out, they can charge more for it and make more money that way. Right, and by this point, since Speed ultimately did turn down the offer uh, in his next race, the Royalton Industries and all their drivers make sure that uh, Speed loses, crashes, and then cast doubt on the entire speed racer family and well, shun and he gets shunned yeah yeah so there's so like oh you know you have copyright infringement and all that sort of stuff and it's like it does and it's funny because how they do this is at this point in time emperor palpatine is pretty much like if you turn me down this is what will happen and then he explains that i will cause you uh to lose the race mm -hmm. i will sue your family and it doesn't matter if it's true or not i'll just bury you in legal fees yep um and then i'll kick your dog yeah and then he's like i don't have a dog i have a chimp <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'll kick it anyway. Well, well, so, well so. I'll punch it anyway. <laughs> we'll get to that part later. Uh, so that's where the Racer X comes in and proposes to join forces with the Pan Asian company for the... The rally. Like, yeah, the rally yeah, the race. The cross-country, whatever Yeah, the cross-country rally. Yeah, and so they're doing this in exchange for a dossier that will expose all of the dealings. All the bad stuff. All the bad stuff. And it, it solves everything. Boom, right. done. So that's that's generally the plot. And you see a lot of this actually earlier on with uh, Speed Racer's brother. Mm -hmm. uh, there's this one scene when Speed Racer's still a kid and he picks up Trixie uh, with his sweet little go-kart. Yes. And uh, they show up and they're like, oh, hey, some random person uh, gave me this package to give to you, Pops. And he's like, oh, what's this? And Speed Racer's brother is just like, oh, what's that? Holds it up and he hears ticking. Because remember, this is 1960s. Yep. Oh. Bomb's tick. <laughs> Bomb's tick and people accept uh, packages from strangers. Yes. Um, and so his solution to this is to put it into the go-kart, jam a... Uh, a broom into it to cause it to go in reverse and then have it drive back into the street, the public street, <laughs> yep. where you see cars drive up and down all the time, uh -huh. and then explodes out there. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it was still yeah. a localized explosion, so it, it doesn't leave a crater or anything. It just kind of goes boom. And well, because it's on green screen. Right. And the ground's not on green screen. Yeah. Yeah. It just seemed like a dick move to, like, put it in his little brother's go kart and then roll it out to the street. Like, 
you could have thrown it and had the same effect and not blown up the go kart. Like, what the fuck? Well, not to mention the da- you know the, the potential damage mm-hmm. that you could have done to anybody like happened to go by at that moment. Yeah, there's a the street people; they don't matter. Yeah, and it's a it's a go kart. It's a mini car. Their f- pops could build one in his sleep. I guess so. But still, <laughs> Speed is probably attached to his little car that he only wanted to ever drive and not to study at school because books are for nerds. Yes. He yeah. learned that from his brother. Yeah, that's very important uh, lesson to take from this movie. <laughs> you could be a nerd or you could be cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the lesson of this movie is don't Books are for nerds. <laughs> yeah. Books are for nerds. If you want to be cool, you got to learn to drive. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you got to feel how to drive. Yeah, and don't drive yes. because the corporations want you to drive. You got to drive because it's in your soul mm. and in your name, like racer. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, getting back to the plot, like, there's a been a, there's a lot of complaints b- about it, and I the reason why I think there is is because this is a kids movie, and you have to s- kind of stop. And spend 10 minutes explaining how all this works. Mm. And it's just going to slow things down. Like, for me, it's like, okay, this is all business stuff. I can I can follow this. But for kids... Like, I don't know what business is. Yeah, I don't know what stocks yeah. are. I don't know what driving up costs, you know. I, I just want to spe- see a race. <laughs> so, for me, it worked fine enough. And you, you kind of need to know what was the, you know, evil plan on all of this and why everything was going on. You know, maybe a monologue is not the best method of uh, showing that off, but I don't really know how else you would... Well, and it wasn't just a normal monologue. It was, uh, like, flashback or a montage over a monologue. Yeah, so I think they actually did a pretty good job of putting this in and, like, still showing stuff. But the complaints I've read online is that it's, like, in the middle of dregs because there's a lot of talking. Yes. And it's like, well, because the front end of the movie is loaded with racing and the back end of the movie is loaded with racing and more car fights. To, uh, kind of to add a plot. Yeah. yeah. And so people are, in essence, people are complaining that they attempted to add it a plot. <laughs> and then what they added was a little convoluted. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think if they went for anything less than that convoluted plot, people would still have complained about yeah. it, having less of a plot. Right. Yeah. You know. They kind of condensed the plot in some ways by using their head wipe method where, like, the scene would change with someone's head going across the scene explaining something <laughs> as that transitions to the next scene. Yeah, <laughs> also kind of very odd. Yeah, they use that technique a lot throughout the whole film. Like, with the race announcers, they do that. And then later when they had plot stuff, it's like, yes, and this is what's happening. And the head is going across. And now it's changing to that scene that they're talking about. It was a, I guess, a unique method, but kind of added to the weird look of the movie. Mm. (laughs) With the constant floating heads across the screen. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. So, um, Speed Racer, Racer X, and... Rain all together, together, and they do this cross country rally. And of course, this is also where you see a little bit more of like your typical story aspects, where Speed Racer like defies his father and goes off to uh, do the race right uh, without his approval. Because this is the race where Speed Racer's brother dies, yeah. quote unquote. What you find out though is that Speed Racer's brother like faked his death in this race, had cosmetic surgery to look like the guy from Lost, mm-hmm. yeah. and then has been racing under the name Racer X. 
fighting with the... The corporations. No, no oh. not fighting with... Uh, fi- it's fighting basically with. like Interpol. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, Interpol for racing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's like if the Grand Prix had their own police force. Right. Well, they are supposed to be monitoring for cheaters and things like that. That's roughly what it's... Yeah, roughly what they're doing, but... Which apparently uh, they can't really do well at all because it's oh, like, oh... Terrible like, at it. They're yeah. in a dust cloud. We can't tell what's happening because, like I said, <laughs> no, like, on-car cameras or anything. Yeah, we, we didn't think to put uh, cameras in blind spots or although there's a helicopter a couple people have helicopters for spotting, uh, but they don't have cameras mounted to it to uh, They have binoculars. Yes, they have binoculars. they're good. Yes. So yeah, so then they do the race and they get backstabbed by the corporation. <gasps> yeah. Shock! Well yeah, like, because it's a very long race, they have like breaks at night between the sessions and so then like after the first racing session they're all at some hotel and then ninjas are breaking in to mess with them yeah uh, mess with them like oh yeah <laughs> to murder them <laughs> I guess. mess with them is like oh i've taken your car keys and moved them one drawer <laughs> lower oh like, damn it like this I is like find them like they poison uh rain so he's like paralyzed well, not paralyzed but like really weak and can't drive right. They're going to inject Speed Racer with something. The yeah. ninja just sneaks in with a syringe. Right. To uh, do that, you know, because... Some other kind of sedation. Yeah, like, you, you, can, you can send ninjas to do the job, but you can't, have, like, I guess, leave, like, evidence. Yeah. But even though the, there's still the drugs and all that in there. Yeah. Once again, it's that 60s line of thinking that's... Uh, well, if yeah. there's uh, no actual evidence, then it was just Speed overdosing on Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Rain poisoned himself <laughs> right. while he was sleeping. Yeah. Uh, but then you end up with this uh, Batman-esque fight scene. Yeah. Not as much as the, the later one, though. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, no, this one is more of uh, WWE wrestling. Yes. Well, it, when John, when, when uh, Pops, Pops comes, comes in, in. You see his this Greco-Roman wrestling champion ring that he's never had on before, but suddenly does for the point of this scene. Yeah. That he sleeps with. Yes. He, only, he only sleeps with it. That's why you uh, never see him before, because you never see him sleeping. Uh, right. He only sleeps with this ring just just for these types of situations. Yes, and he comes in and he... Flashes the ring, yeah. and then German suplex the guy, and then uh, lifts another one up and spins him like a pizza. Which causes all of his throwing stars to fall out of his pocket. Yes. That's how these are uh, secured. And then you see them, like, thudding into the wall next to uh, people. They just watch this. I think at that point in time, I'd probably, like, yeah. get out of the room. Yeah. No, no. Uh, but then you have this really odd moment where his keys are also ejected, and they get stabbed against the wall, and you see a keychain that has peach on in it. Right. From Rome to one half. <laughs> and it's like the oddest of choices of stuff. Why well, you would have that in there? It's just like a nod to the anime fans watching, I guess. Though at this point, yeah. you know, Ranma was pretty old in 2008, so. Yeah, because it was but like in the, uh, in the 90s. Maybe that was a holdover from production. <laughs> Maybe. Like, <laughs> that that one detail stayed in the script all the way through. It's like, right. it's got to be a Pichon keychain. Yeah, <laughs> because like, right, Rama came it. out after Speed Racer yeah. by, like, you know, 20 years. So, I don't, like I said, I like the, like, little nod mm-hmm. to it. 
I'm just unsure why it was Ron or, or what happened. Maybe, maybe the Wachowskis are fans of Ron. Right. Well, that's probably what, they, what it is. Because they know that they say the Matrix had a lot of like anime influence and stuff. So yeah. perhaps they were just fans and they, just they, they wanted to in. put that little nod in. Well, maybe they're like, oh, we'll do a little uh, gag. Go get an anime keychain. That's the only one they could find. <laughs> maybe we're just reading into why it's Pichon more than necessary. Right. Yeah. Well, I thought probably. it was a character from uh, Hello Kitty, but. I, I didn't fully recognize it as... Well, have you ever seen Robin One Half? Uh, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to turn into a little bit. Yeah, yeah well, okay. well, Josh is the only one who noticed it on the first watch. We had to rewind it and go right. back and make sure, like, oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh Josh is finely tuned to all Ranma-related things. Uh, more than that. Give me some credit. <laughs> yeah, so the, the Korean being poisoned leads to Trixie taking over for part of his race, which kind of we never got any hint before that she was a capable driver i think if you hang out with the racer family you just yeah it. you're gonna do that i think it well okay once again it's a nod to the original trixie mm-hmm. ends up driving at some point mm-hmm. yeah just like pops does pick up people and spin them around and mm-hmm. throw them that happens in the original right the monkey attacking people with a monkey wrench happens in the original yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like i said there's a, there's a lot of nods to the original so if, uh you Seen Speed Racer. Uh, well, the main actor actually watched every episode of Speed Racer uh, before doing the movie. Yeah, to prepare for the the part. Yeah, so I, th- I think there's quite a bit uh, keeping it as as much as you can. Yeah, so uh, you get into this again, kind of complicated scene. But Trixie takes pretends to be the Korean driver at the same time that the Korean driver is dealing with these English gangsters. You actually saw earlier in the movie that he was tangoing with. And another kind of silly 1960s-style fight scene yeah. uh, where they, like, shoot at Racer X and their the office is, like, in the back of a truck and there's a piranha. Going more with that yeah. uh, uh, Bond villain-esque yes. thing. It's like, I'm going to feed your hand to the piranha so you'll never yeah. and then, <laughs> yeah. uh, hand stuff again. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the a hole gets shot in the uh, aquarium and uh, the big <laughs> boss is like, the water's leaking out. My piranhas are going to die. You, Minion X, put your finger in the hole. Yes, because rather than just like covering it with your hand and not putting it at risk of the piranhas biting it, of course, it has to go into the hole. Yeah. (laughs) Or finding any other object in the room that could also go into that hole. That's how you plug a hole. Yes. Yes, I guess so. You put your finger in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> that's just how you do it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so that's one of the other detraction, uh, detraction I have read is like so a lot of this, things are kind of convoluted. Mm. You know, because then you have Trixie uh, driving and then like stop off they stop up in the, Swiss, uh, yeah, yeah. in the Swiss Alps where there's no cameras. Yeah. And they haven't make a comment of that. It's like, oh, well, now they've headed up into the mountains. There's no possible way we'll ever know what happens up there. Right. Hopefully they come out alive. <laughs> but, of course, there's no cheating involved. No. Yeah. And they stop off and they manage to capture the English uh, villain. Yeah. It's like his – was it the mobster's son or is no, that... no, no, no. This is the mobster. Oh, okay. Yeah. But oh, then, but right. then his the people – Yeah. And, but then his people come to the sh- uh, show up and there's a lot of, well, now you fall into our trap. It's like, no, we were expecting this. And then that's where that Batman fight scene yeah. that really needed those Biff Bams uh, in there. Yeah. Um, ens- ensued. And, and then you just have everybody duking it out because mm-hmm. that's what happens. Right. Yeah. And, well, why uh, wouldn't you? and then what? The chimp gets a gun? 
Uh, yeah, the chimp got a gun. <laughs> just because. I don't think it shoots anything. It no, kinda... no. But it, it's all, like, kind of wraps up the fight. Yeah. You know. And they're like, oh, shit, we're in a race. And they watch as their uh, opponents <laughs> drive past drive them. Past <laughs> like, hmm, maybe we should stop having this Batman fight and go actually race again. Yeah, but I'm also not sure, like, again, they're being supported by Interpol. Why was Interpol there? Why wasn't they ready to pick him up? Why did they stop? Right, You don't need all three people to go through. They could have kept going, but what they also <laughs> need to do, do all three of them have to go? Uh, no, only one has to officially win, but yeah. uh, it's still a team. Yeah, so you, you can't leave person. your teammates behind. Yeah, we're all Nakama. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, well, the other thing they were doing there is that they were swapping out for the sister yeah. of the Korean guy who's Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she could drive through the – because at this point in time, this is like the final bit of it, mm-hmm. and that's what they needed. Uh, so when they got out of the cars, it's not Trixie. It's somebody in the family because right. that's how the rules work. Yeah. So that's why they were having Trixie driving because she could actually drive, and then they had to mm-hmm. stop off at this spot to swap out drivers. So the Chinese girl in her cocktail dresses could drive for a few minutes. Yes. <laughs> and then Trixie could go back up into the helicopter into and play pink, Navi again. The yes. pink helicopter. Oh, yeah. Very important detail. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, speed racer. I forget what she even says, but it was like constant. And hey, listen. Look, listen. <laughs> yeah. She she did uh, turn into Navi for a little bit. In the, yeah. The, uh, well, for the rally race. Yeah. yeah. So... So they're still behind. They finish up the race. More car gymnastics. More, yeah, more yeah. carcial uh, foo. And then what happens is that the Pan-Asia Corporation betrays them. Um, and it's like, we only did this to drive up the cost of our stocks. Just like <laughs> you were told it was going to happen. Yep. <laughs> 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 and uh, Royalton begrudgingly uh, buys the company for $78 per share instead of $50 per share. <sighs> yeah, it seems that, I don't know, maybe it's because of the 60s. But yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> For all that work, it doesn't seem to be that real nefarious. Right. It's just like a slight inconvenience to him. Yeah. Because he's like already like a billionaire Willy Wonka guy. It's like it doesn't seem like he couldn't afford that no. anyway. So. Well, I mean, it's increasing the cost by 50,000, uh, by 50%, 50%. Right. So I can see where that would come up, but it, it's not like it stopped the buyout. No. This got he paid just, more. Yeah, he just kind of hemmed and hawed for about three seconds and said, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, that, that part was a little weird because of that. It's like, oh, he spent all this time explaining this, that this is, you know, all this is rigging for stocks, and then it's just like, oh, this well, got 50% more. Yeah. He, he's a big corporate guy. He wants to save money. Well, no, I... And that's where, because uh, if they had lost, then instead of buying them for 50 bucks a share, it would have probably tanked to like 25 bucks a share. Oh, true. True. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Either way, it's still, they get bought out. <laughs> right. Asian company gets uh, gets their uh, payday. Yep. And uh, they don't deliver the dossier. So the whole the whole thing has just been nothing more than corporations using them. Yeah. But then luckily the sister has a change of heart and she comes and she delivers the winning ticket because the other thing about uh, winning the rally race is that you get a free uh, pass into the Grand Prix. Into the Grand Prix. Yes. Which Royalton Industry has prevented the racer family from uh, going in by attacking them in the qualifying rounds. Right. So they get their revenge, and of course, they only have 36 hours to build a brand new car. Uh, it was 72. Yeah. They had three days and to build it and get there. 
a big feat of strength from Pops and uh, Sparky. Well, everybody, 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 everybody chipped in. Like the the chimp was spray painting oh, the, right. the car and all that sort Mom of. Mom made the sandwiches. Yes, because that's what Mom does <laughs> yes. in 1960s. <laughs> yes, well, I think they actually did show the mom working on the car a bit, but also bringing in sandwiches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, of course, then you get to the final Grand Prix and the race there, uh-huh. and the the big thing that's supposed to happen, other than just winning is they got, got to expose the cheating. So right. at this point in time, the Emperor Palpatine character is like in a rage that Speed made it to it <laughs> and that he's uh, that he's being allowed to participate. Yeah, even though all the rules are all legit and everything else. Right. And so that's actually one time where the Interpol guy uh, works out. Yeah, he actually is able does to step something. in and say something. Yeah, he's like, no, you have to let him win the race. All the rules are legit. Yeah. Yes, and because apparently you can just steal a ticket and get into the race. <laughs> no, no. They were very clear on it because remember, they do over explain some things. Yes. Um, because he was on the team that won, mm. he's allowed to use the ticket. Yes. Yeah. And you have to show up on the day with the ticket and then you can use it. Right. If you show up the day before and say... No, no, yeah. we can't do that. You have to show up on the day of the race, present the ticket. <laughs> Again, Willy Wonka and the golden ticket. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. He had the golden ticket, but Willy Wonka didn't want him in the factory this time, but yeah, he well. couldn't get around the rules. Exactly. So uh, so they do the race. Uh, bounties put out on Speed Racer's head. and Another one. This one not paid in furs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, instead of being paid. Uh, see, that was his problem. He paid all those other people in the rally race before the race yeah um and now he's just like well i'll pay you guys after you do it yeah. so i don't think this guy's as good as a businessman as we've been saying he is <laughs> but was willy wonka really a great businessman uh he uh had a candy empire well, that yeah. nobody could touch i guess so candy monopoly yeah, yeah candy monopoly and this one he's got he's got an actual monopoly of everything so we talked about this before. There seemed to be like a distinct lack of cameras places. Luckily, there's a camera in a place uh, <laughs> right where a speed and the evil German guy, because again, this is, you know, the 60s and the, right. 60s the villains are tend German. to be German. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're locked together because like this arm that grabs people underneath and is able to do a jump right in front of the camera showing how mm. Royalton Industries is cheating at this moment. Yes. Leading to uh, Royalton flipping over an ice sculpture and everybody oh, yeah. kind of like Doing leaving. And- yeah, and everybody's like leaving and then you see the uh, uh, Japanese guy of the Pan-Asia family. Just shaking going, their like, head. He's shaking their head. Like, mm. shame. Shame. Yeah. We've all done this. But, but you've been found out. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> and then he leaves and now he's devoid of friends and he, you know, has been caught cheating and yeah. the Royalton Industries is going to go under and it's a triumph over capitalism. Yeah. Uh, the other complaint in the movie is that the, the message is anti-capitalism. Right. Uh, I would think more anti-big business because it was big business trying to take over a small mom and pop shop. Well, usually when people are anti-capitalists, they tend to be like anti the big business aspect of the capital. It's capitalism yeah. with a big C as opposed to just like people making their life for themselves. Right. But there's like, yes, yeah, big business ruins everything. Yes. So. Not mom and pop. It's mom and pops. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Racer. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, of course, he wins. They drink milk. They talk about milk. We had to look this up because I remember seeing it in, in like actual racing. What it is is weird bits in history where like one of the winners in the first like Indy 500, the guy is like drinking buttermilk. And so he won. He's like, ah, I'm going to refresh myself with some buttermilk. And then like the dairy big business corporations. <laughs> yep. It's like, oh, 
a lot of people see this, we're going to make sure that every winner of the Indy 500 drinks milk, drinks milk. at the winner's circle. <laughs> and that's been continued on. Again, yep. big business. So you think the uh, dairy industry fixes it so no one lactose intolerant ever wins a big race? Yes. Yeah. Mm, okay. Definitely so. <laughs> or or they have to suck it up. Yeah. Or they would find some way to get them to drink at least some kind of substance that looks like milk. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess just soy milk or almond milk. Or- oh, I thought you were going with a dojin. <laughs> whoa, whoa. No, no, no. <laughs> This is a PG-rated yes. podcast. Yes. Well, that last, like the movie. That yeah. last statement is for our Patreon subscribers. <laughs> no, it's not. No. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh. And he finally uh, kisses Trixie. She's been trying to get him to do it the whole time. And he's like, shut up, babe. I need to race. Yeah. <laughs> Once I win the big race, I can kiss you. Yes. Yes. Because that's the only way I'll get excited enough that I'll find you attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Besides my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we have to be in my car when we kiss. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. Right. <laughs> and then there's another scene after that where he confronts Racer X to say that, I know you're my brother. You, know, you drive just like him and blah, blah, blah. And Racer Batman X said, no, I'm not I'm here. Not. Look at my face. Here, see, look at my face. <laughs> and he takes off the mask and he's like, oh, okay, you're not my brother. Even though you drive like him, <laughs> yeah. your speech pattern's the same like him. You like loose women like him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that's when you get a scene that we see as the audience at the very end where it shows how he got a facial surgery so he looked different. Yeah, he's faked everything and else like that. And I think yeah. what they're doing here is that they were thinking that they were going to have a sequel and they were leaving it open. Mm. Right. But, so uh, you could have that reveal later. Yeah, so maybe in six years yeah. from now we'll uh, have that. Right. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe it's been in production. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, they didn't do all that well, uh, so I think they kind of have stopped any plans on that one. But that's what they were doing uh, at the end of the movie was just kind of, kind of setting it up for a sequel. The oddest fact about this movie... So they have the chimps, right? Right. They had two, they had two chimpanzees. Yeah, because they got to swap them out to do stuff. When one starts shitting everywhere. Yeah. Right. And apparently when one starts shitting everywhere, what happens <laughs> is that the handler punches them. Right. Because we're in Germany and you can do that. And you can do that. But they still have the American uh, Humane Society uh, people watching. Right. Because you have to do that because it's being produced by an American film company. Yes. <laughs> and you have animals on set. <laughs> so at the very end of the credits, it says... The animal action was monitored by the Humane Society, which we noted was different from the usual Animals were not harmed during the production of this film. (laughs) Yes, because we we heard about that fact, so we wanted to see what it would say at the end, and we noticed it was definitely different. So now you know, if you see that it doesn't say no animals were harmed and it just says the action was monitored, that means some animals got harmed. Yes, and so while we're watching the film, we're like, oh shit, is this the monkey that got a chimp? Yeah. Racist? Yeah, it is Are chimps monkeys? Chimps are not monkeys, I believe. Okay. They're different. We're not going to fact check this. You've been racist the whole time. Gotcha. (laughs) Which chimp got punched? Right. Is it the one in this scene? Is it the one in that scene? I don't know. And, like, what happened in that scene that resulted in the punch? Apparently, it bit the kid. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, I mean, the kid was annoying. <laughs> I would bite. I would bite the kid too if I were a chip. Well, and the the kid and the monkey were trapped in the uh, trunk of the Mach Five the entire movie, so it was bound to happen. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably the oddest fact. I mean, other than I spawned a ninja uh, movie, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Generally, let's say the movies. Uh, the movie's a fun movie that has a lot of odd facts, a lot of. Yeah, it has its craziness in it, but it's still kind of... 
kind of just comes from the original series. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's probably a manga too at some point, right? I'm not even sure. Overall, it's still better in Initial D. Oh, hey, hey. Let's not. To be fair, the only thing worse than Initial D is a guy doing an iron cross arm hang (laughs) and touching his nose. Uh Oh, Oh, you went back to that, so now your rating's going to be lower, isn't it? Like I've been saying through this podcast, I actually did enjoy it. So, yeah, there was a lot of uh, different things going on during the races. Like you said, the, the tracks are a lot like Mario Kart. You've got the martial arts of the springs or whatever it is that launches the cars. That They jump and then they end up doing flips and uh, spinning around in circles and punching other cars in the face the whole time to jockey for position. The action scenes in it are, were good and placed well. And you've got... Uh, your nostalgia goggles in place for it so you've got all the uh, various things that happen throughout uh, the original series kind of happen here of the various contraptions in the Mach 5 and everything that they can do there's uh, another part where or they installed a a wheel shield to prevent uh Another car has, like, spikes that pop out of their, uh, the wheels, just like you see in Bond and Looney Tunes cartoons, to try and puncture the tires. Well, they, to try and prevent that, they installed a shield that pops out of Speed Racer's tires, and so as Speed is driving with his thumb, he's trying to control the shield to prevent the the other car from uh, popping his tires out, which was a little strange. Yeah, that was a little odd, because you're also, like, driving super fast, yeah, and you have to deal with other things. Yeah, you're going 100 miles an hour-ish, and then also with your thumb, you're trying to trying to <laughs> block and parry. Something you can't see. Yeah. Yeah, because it's down <laughs> the wheel well. well you, you see him by look side. back. You see him look backwards. Yeah, but they're, but they're, but they're, they're, they're side by side. I don't know how, how they have to see that. <laughs> and we also know that uh, because one of the other races when they're up in the Swiss Alps, mm-hmm. um, his tires get punctured, right. and he jumps into the air, has his tires repair, yes, and keeps going. Yeah. Um, or when he gets knocked off, also once again in Swiss Alps, and he lands down, and he has the uh, spiked treads. Oh, so he can climb up the face of the mountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, also something I would consider cheating uh, is that he was behind in the Swiss Alps and then decided to just like drive down and cut well, and take well, a shortcut. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like I'm just going to skip this half of the map. Right. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Again, it's a Mario Kart race. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just use a feather to jump over the gap and right. boom. Yeah, so he does that. So it's Mario Kart. Yeah. yeah. Um, overall, as long as you take out the Iron Cross arm hang, <laughs> I'm going to give this seven blue shells out of ten. <laughs> blue shells. It's Ouch. Mario Kart. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I will give it three and a half pinball uh, cars out of five. Well, I think overall I enjoyed it. I think I liked it more than the first time I saw it back when it came out. Though it was still eye-jarring and some annoying parts with, like, the kid and the chimp and all that. But uh, And then the cheesiness. But that kind of worked in its favor. So I'll give it six punch chimps out of ten. Again, Stacy being the violent one on the uh, set. Yeah, this is why we don't what? give her any alcohol anymore. Get my own alcohol. Well, this has been another riveting episode of Real Japan. Like rivets in cars. We made it. <laughs> yes. Please check us out at uh, anabrosecreative.com, as well as all of our uh, partner uh, podcasts, including... Ujoshi Trash Talk. And Annie Bros. And others. <laughs>
Yeah. I, I just spend my time watching uh, movies. Yeah. I don't I don't spend my time watching uh, listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why why would we uh listen to the uh the B team? Yeah, exactly. Oh, damn. That's right. You're not going to listen to this. I know that we call him the B team. No, the only one that might is Robo Kenny, <laughs> <laughs> and he's part of the D team. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. See ya. Wow. What are they going to do? Fire you? <laughs> <laughs>